Hello, we're here with Kakeli Olympio today. Hello, Kakeli. Hey, Nero, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah? How about uh, you? So you made the trip over uh, to the Elmwood Village all the way from Black Rock, huh? The best place in Buffalo. <laughs> is it the best place in Buffalo? In my opinion, yes, it is. Okay. And you're not, you're not from Buffalo originally? No, no, no. Originally, I'm from Brooklyn. Before that, I'm from Africa. Okay, where in Africa? Uh, Togo, West Africa. West Africa. And just really quickly, how did you make it to Buffalo? Because obviously everybody must ask you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We came to New York City and our family just came to New York City just for a better opportunity for everybody. Um, after we lived there for a while, I was recruited to come play basketball in Buffalo. And that's what brought me to Buffalo. Hold up, hold up, <laughs> hold up. You were recruited to play basketball in Buffalo. Yeah. Now, you're not that tall. I don't know. I was a pretty good point guard. Okay. <laughs> so ECC, Buff State, and Hilbert College was the three schools that I came to visit. And I ended up going to Hilbert, ultimately. That's amazing. Now, did you bring your wife here, or was she already here? So we met at Buff State. So You met at Buff State. All right. And you've been married for how long? It'll be two years in August. Living in Black Rock. And you have a child? Yep. Aiden. Aiden. And how old's Aiden? Aiden is one. Okay. So now, family living, Black Rock living. Good? Are we loving, like, the family? Yes. Yeah? Black Rock is literally the most slept-on neighborhood in all of, I don't want to say USA. But okay. Yeah. All, all of places that I've been in the U.S. Right. Black Rock is probably the most unique place I've been. Yeah. And, and you're a real estate agent. Yes. And you are with? Keller Williams Realty. Oh, and that's the best real estate company. Oh, and, you just and, had to in say the, that. In the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to say that. <laughs> but it's probably true. No, it yeah, is. It is. <laughs> it's, it's, that's to back it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, and and what, what made you get into real estate? So I own property myself. And we constantly look to buy more properties and more flips and more opportunities to make money within real estate. So I had a guy, which I can't say his name. He was a realtor. And he always gave me the inside scoop. He gave me the access to his portal, his MLS portal. So I use his to look for property. And, of course, we paid him, but less than he deserves. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so after a while, he just didn't want to do it anymore. I don't know where it overcame or he met other investors. He didn't want to do it anymore. So being the lead guy in my group, I said, hey, I'm going to go to school and get my license. So I got my license and got into real estate. And was the exam easy? Cake. Was it cake? Cakewalk, yes. Okay, because some people say it's not. It's very easy. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's probably the easiest exam I've taken. Really? Um, wow. So then all of a sudden, here you are, a uh, realtor. That's it. And as soon as you got your license, did you know what direction you were going to go? Or was it just like a, it was an immediate thing? Or did you just kind of like say, oh, my gosh, I am got my license. Now i got to right. figure out what to do. So I got my license, and I said... I'm going to go into being an investor. I just want to use my platform to seek more opportunities for myself and my colleagues and things of that nature. That was the only reason. Then I realized how much commission real, real, real estate agents make is not half, it's not bad. So then I pursued. What is the commission? You get 3% commission. It does not sound a lot, like a lot, but I know you, you go I, for the bigger sales and it turns out to like add up, right? It definitely adds up. The average realtor sells a million dollars a year. That's a $30,000 commission. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and most realtors have side gigs. Like me, for example, I still manage my properties that I do have. And once a month, I DoorDash. You do not. I do. Wait, you order DoorDash? No, I, I deliver DoorDash. <laughs> you do not. What do you mean once a month? Just to like keep it real? Once a month, I, I'll do DoorDash. Um, I, it's an opportunity to meet new people. I give up my cards. I usually do it like the last day of the month. Oh. The last so, Friday of every month. So I, this is a little opportunity to do a little side hustle, like with the, with handing out the cards, meeting people. Like, you know, that's amazing. Absolutely. Wow. Good for you for doing that. And I've gotten at least three leads from just that. Hmm. That's, that's incredible. Uh, and, and, and you've been doing DoorDash for how long? Six months. And three leads. Wow. That is cool. So here's the thing. So we're here today to talk about why BlackRock is as amazing as you say it is. So where do you start with that? Uh, is, is, is it Amherst Street? Is it just the, the, the arteries that are, that are now going into BlackRock, uh, Niagara Street, and you know, that are all seeing all these different improvements? Is it the quality of the housing? Is it, is it the people? Is it the, the restaurants? Like what's going on in BlackRock? Uh, let's start with Amherst Street. Amherst Street is probably the heart of BlackRock. It's the most attractive piece of BlackRock. That's everybody's interested in Amherst Street. Outside of Amherst Street, there's a lot of amazing streets. Jermaine, Peter, Howell, the list goes on. Uh, what attracts people to BlackRock? Low taxes for investors. Low taxes? Extremely low taxes compared to right. anywhere else in Western New York. So people are attracted to that. But when you come to BlackRock, you realize it's one big family. Everyone knows everyone. We have our BlackRock parade yearly. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know the date, so don't, I don't want to get the date wrong. Well, it's been a couple of years probably, so, you know, with the pandemic. <laughs> uh, no, no, we actually had it this year also. It wasn't a parade, but we had the Assumption Church. Right, yes. In the yeah. parking lot there. We so had, a scaled-down version. Yeah, but yeah. it was still brought out the community, different people. and Now, they also have a pie contest. They have everything. Yeah. Did you, did you try the pie contest? Did you try, no, you didn't, you didn't venture to the pie contest. I'm not, I'm not a big pie guy. No, you're not? Okay. <laughs> I think it's texture. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> That's another podcast for another day. Yeah, no, but BlackRock is just, to me, it's the most diverse place in Western New York. Mm -hmm. You could walk from the corner of Amherst and Grant and you walk to Wegmans. There's Italian culture, Greek, Polish, Indian Spanish, Arabian. It's everything. And that's just a matter of four blocks. Right. There yeah. are parts that people don't even know. Okay. So the the housing stock in, in BlackRock. So we got to talk about that. You know, we got to talk, if we're talking about some real estate here, let's talk about some real estate. What yeah, about the housing stock? Like, what what do people what can people ex expect in that? I know that they build some funky little houses over there, but like the, the old school housing stock. Yeah, well, like, I mean, like, what can people expect? Like, you know, I mean, sell me a house right now in BlackRock. Um, you come to BlackRock, the taxes are low, the neighbors are friendly. It's the most you'll give for your dollar in Western New York. For example, on Jermaine Street, there is a lady on that street that purchased her home in 2010 for $8,000. That same house is valued at one sixty today. 160, and that's still very low considering values in, in Buffalo in general. And the West Side is going crazy right now. The West Side was the hottest zip code, 14213. 
And now I believe 14207 is next up. That's going to be next. And that's BlackRock. That's BlackRock. <laughs> that's BlackRock Riverside. But yeah. it's going to start with BlackRock. So BlackRock starts once you get off the, the bridge on uh, Grant Street, right before you reach Amherst. That's mm-hmm. where BlackRock starts. Right. So it will start from BlackRock and then it'll go towards Riverside. So, but are there really a lot of opportunities uh, in BlackRock? I mean, it's kind of seems to me like even people have been looking at BlackRock for quite a while now. I mean, we got Sue Frenchie over there, right? You know, she's she's done so much for Amherst Street, and that is has trickled out into the neighborhood. Uh, you got Great Association over there. You've got uh, history. You've got gardens. Uh, you've got everything that the West Side has. Maybe not for as long as the. I can't even say that. I, I just, you know, the, the West Side has been known for this stuff for a little bit longer than than BlackRock. But BlackRock just certainly seems to be catching up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so you talk about the West Side. The West Side, I believe, people that live in the West Side now always lived in the West Side. They left because of different circumstances. They just came back home. Same thing with BlackRock. Everybody that used to live in BlackRock that left are looking to come back home. And they're looking for the right time, the right scenario, and the right situation. That's interesting. Do you really find that there are these are people that used to live in the neighborhood that are coming back to the neighborhood? Yeah. Really? I do. Okay. I just assumed that this was a whole new character, a whole new type of people that are, are moving in, whether for opportunity or whether because they've seen amazing things happening, you know, with uh, BlackRock, uh, which actually leads me to a question. Uh-huh. And I think this is how we uh, started uh, the whole idea of doing this podcast. Chandlerville, he's shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> Chandlerville, you say that there are people that are selling their houses in BlackRock, and when they're selling their houses, their pitch is primarily live in Chandlerville, and that's got you flustered. Yeah, me and along with the other residents of uh, BlackRock. Uh, BlackRock has been around since, I want to say, 1907. Chandlerville is two weeks old. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Relatively uh, speaking, yes, yeah, yes, um, yes. In both scenarios, yeah. Um, yeah. When you, for real estate agents that are listing homes in the area or investors that are looking to make money in BlackRock, we're not opposed to it. But when you come to BlackRock and your listing should say, welcome to beautiful BlackRock, two minutes away from Chainlessville or steps away from Chainlessville, not welcome to Chainlessville because that's not what it is and it will never <laughs> Ever, ever <laughs> be Chandlersville. <laughs> and, and you like Chandlerville. Like, I mean, th- there there are some great things happening in, in Chandlerville. And there are a lot of people, actually, that I've talked to that I've gotten emails from that have said, stop calling it Chandlerville. Just because Rocco Termini is calling it Chandlerville doesn't mean you have to call it Chandlerville. And it's not Chandlerville. But I'm like, you know what? Larkinville. Look what happened with Larkinville. It's its own little like place and it's done amazing things. And it was never Larkinville, but the Zemskis kind of named it Larkinville. And, and, and now it's Larkinville and everybody knows it as Larkinville. And it's an amazing place. It's capitalized on its name. So I think that Rocco in that same regard has taken that initiative. Larkinville, there was nothing there before those businesses came. So it was easy to give it that identity. BlackRock was there before Chandlersville. Yes, but Chandlerville is just a little bit off. It's this funky little street. You know, it's got its own identity. I really do think it's got its own identity over there because it's everything that Rock was building. 
<laughs> Rockosville. <laughs> it's Rockosville. <laughs> so, I mean, you got to give him a little credit for that. And I'm not saying he's the only person that's done it on that street, but he certainly has uh, taken it to an entirely different, I mean, come on, a giant different level. Yes. So I think if Rocco wants, but I, I agree with you that people outside of that one street should not, that is Chandlerville in Rocco's mind and in some other people's minds, uh, should not, it should not permeate into the Black Rock neighborhood and people shouldn't just start calling Black Rock Chandlerville. No. Yes, I agree. That should not Black happen. Rock is Black Rock. Chandlerville exists because of Black Rock. Right. Right. So yes. we love Chandlersville. Most residents that live in Black Rock love Chandlersville. Right. I love it. You, we've met there. <laughs> you know, I, I hang out there. We actually did meet there. Uh, say how we met. Uh, at the Tapo uh, day club. The, the pool club. The, the pool day club. club. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Great uh, place. Great prices. Yeah. I really enjoy my time there. Yeah. When I leave there, I walk back to Black Rock to go home. That's right. <laughs> and as far as like Black Rock goes, you know, we've talked about it a little bit, but what I find fascinating about Black Rock is not just the opportunities in the neighborhood. I think the, the in the, in the residential uh, part, I still think that the street is finding its way too in a positive way and you know it's not this super established yes there are some very old school uh historic you know businesses there that have been around for a very long time but there it, the street always seems to be morphing yeah and, I, and a lot of things will go to buffalo state college uh i feel like buffalo state, that's a great point buffalo state being so close to black rock is a part of is a part of our identity those college kids, they walk through Black Rock to go to Wegmans. Yeah. You know that there's been a plan, a talked about plan, to bridge Buffalo State with Amherst Street uh, so that the students could walk over a bridge to get directly there. Because, I mean, it really is, considering that, that, that Buff State is on one side of the Skajakwita and Amherst Street is on the other, getting from like point A to point B is not easy. It's not easy on bike. It's not easy on, uh, and you got to figure these, these students are here in the wintertime, you know, and, and are they really walking like to Black Rock? But if there was a bridge there, like, don't you think that it would just be like, this should be just be part of the greater picture of like, what is the Skajakwita plan? Absolutely. I think it'll make it, it'll make it easier for the college students. As far as the residents, what, what would that look like? You know, people that live in Black Rock, where is this bridge? Where, where's the bridge starting and where is it going to end? Uh, so it starts, it would end over at the Assumption Church, I think, from what I've seen. And here, and here's the thing. So what I would like to kind of, I've never really talked about this, but the residents, you know how many college and university towns, the, the residents actually interact a lot with the, with the colleges and the, and the universities. They go there for all sorts of different things. They go there for the cultural amenities. They go there for the educational uh, aspects. They go there for, you know, I mean, it's it would be a great way to just pop over the bridge, walk up uh, Rockwell and get to Elmwood Avenue or the Albright Knox. It would just be a great directional for them, I believe. To like immerse them yeah, yeah. more immediately into that onto that side of the I think it would be a, a great for both sides. As a as a Buffalo sides, State. there you go. Sides, so, yeah, yeah. You know, there shouldn't be sides. <laughs> <laughs> as as a Buffalo State graduate, I, I think the bridge will will be very helpful to the students. Before I graduated Buff State, I didn't really spend too much time in Black Rock. Isn't that that's what I'm talking You're about? Right. Isn't it so, incredible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that, there had been a bridge right there, you would have been like, "Wow, what is that bridge? Let me take that bridge over to this golden opportunity place." Absolutely. <laughs> and a, lot, a lot of college kids 
they walk across the highway and there's a little bike path. That's what I mean. That takes right to the back of Wegmans. Right. So you go from Wegmans to college. It's a little funky. And you will never see Black Rock. You'll never see Black Rock. Yes. Okay. So, so that bridge will change everything. The, the, the bridge would change everything. I'm a big <laughs> fan of some bridges. Um, and, uh, so let's, uh, let's wrap it up a little bit here. Parting thoughts on, on BlackRock. Give me, uh, what, what, what have you been kind of planning? Like, what is there, what's going through your brain when you think about next steps? Like, if you want to take it to the place you think it should be, that it is, what does it need? Does it need anything or is it just already golden? No, no, we still need work. Like any great community in the world, there needs to be more Sue's Frenchie, you call her. Oh, Sue's. Yeah, Frenchie. Yeah, Sue Cholowa. Um, she does, she did an amazing job with Amherst Street as mm-hmm. far as the grant and Amherst Association. Uh, they plant flowers on every corner. It makes Black Rock more attractive. The garbage cans all have these new decorative. Yeah, they look great. Welcome to Black Rock signs all over them. Yep. And we thank her a lot for that. Yeah. And uh, the association. The association was obviously very. Yeah, Sue kind of led the way in a lot of aspects. But as in most instances with commercial districts, one person typically takes the lead. And then all of a sudden, like, uh, you see everybody kind of jumping on the bandwagon because, you know, someone's got to be first. And, you know, Mark from Joe's Gas Station has done some great things. And there are a number of other people, I mean, probably too, way too many that I can even count, actually. Sure. Sue is just one I've always just used as an example. But I know that there are, there are many, many others that have, even before Sue, who got Sue to where she probably yeah, yeah, is even, today. even Rocco. I just feel people need to take a chance on Black Rock. Uh, and the people that live there don't move out of Black Rock. Let's take, let's take care of Black Rock. Let's protect Black Rock. The residents of Black Rock need to, my goal is for us to all get together, do some community work, clean up the streets. Sue can't be the only one. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Well, keep us posted on that and we will definitely let people know. We'll get them oriented on Buffalo Rising about like where you're going with this and like some of your future projects and stuff. And we'll keep, keep tabs on you okay. and make sure you're like doing everything that you can to make sure Black Rock is the greatest place in Buffalo. Thank you. I All appreciate right. it. Thank you. Thanks, Kelly.